We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome. You're listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts with your host, Will and Doug. I'm Doug, and with me as always, who welcome, who welcome. Hey, 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 I want to, I want a proper hello, but hello, Douglas. How are you tonight? Hi, William. I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. Good. Let's jump right into this shit tonight. Watch your language. We're not going an hour and a half tonight. That's my goal. Oh boy. We can do that, right? I don't think so, but let's give it a I shot. Don't, I don't think so either. Tell me about uh, last week's Pearl's birthday. What did you guys do for Pearl's one-year birthday? One-year birthday. It was it was glorious, Douglas. Uh, now, Doug, I don't know. I mean, I think that you probably have the same type of weakness. that Sometimes you, uh, you pregame a little too hard. I don't know if you have a recent experience of that. Uh, for this one-year birthday, I pregamed a little bit too hard. Um, and what happened, Doug, is I passed out around two o'clock and I was done for the day. Um, I made the decision that I wanted to drink mimosas the morning of uh, to celebrate this one year birthday. Um, I ended up drinking an entire bottle of champagne. This, it's not the first time I've drank an entire bottle of champagne, but my body, I wasn't. I wasn't mentally prepared for the toll that a bottle of champagne would do to me. Um, and I was pretty much did i made it through lunch but i had two glasses of wine at lunch and then we made it through the gift wrapping and then at two o'clock i passed out uh and i did not wake up until 4 30 i then went to the bedroom and passed out again and i was pretty much done that was it uh last until two i did my i did the best i could i failed i i owe an apology to pearl for how dad got drunk uh, on her birthday. I don't think I made an ass out of myself. I just couldn't handle the alcohol after a certain amount of time. And that's, that's how it went. Uh, I think she enjoyed it. Uh, the wife did a glorious job of setting up the festivities. A lot of great gifts. She got a new swing. Uh, the, the, my father, her mother came over. It was a four person party. They, they had some great gifts. A lot of Erica's friends sent gifts. Uh, none of my friends sent any gifts. It's possible they just didn't know that Pearl's birthday was coming up. Uh, I received one text from Aaron Burns, who's not on social media. No clue how he knows when Pearl's birthday is. He sent me a text wishing me uh, a happy birthday to Pearl. Um, it was overall just a great day, Douglas. Wow. That's uh, that's that's fantastic. Uh Way to go, Aaron Burns, uh, as the rest of us dropped the ball. Um, so good job, shirtless Burns. Um, but so what What time did you guys actually – you passed out by 2 o'clock. Was the, was the air quote, was the party over by then? Did you yeah, fall so... asleep while dad and mom were still there? And they were still celebrating, and it was just your wife and Pearl and the grandparents, and you were passed out drunk. Um, help me out with the timeline. Like, what? 
No, so the 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 parents came over between eleven thirty and twelve. Uh, we had our lunch. We served the cake. We did our happy birthday. Um, after that, that, that lasted about an hour to one. The gift wrap, the gift opening lasted for about an hour. My dad left about a quarter till two. Um, Erica's mom was just leaving; had just left when I passed out. So I was able to maintain and stay uh, conscious, con- conscious, con- con- conscious. Uh, while the parents were there. So no passing out in front of the parents. That would have been embarrassing. I, I did my best. Okay, good. Yeah, that would have definitely been embarrassing. Um, way to set the precedent for the birthday with the daughter. Yeah. Way to let her know. This is this is the way we're going to be doing it every year, Pearl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want I don't want her to have any false impressions of who I am. Uh, so, you know, here it is. Birthday one. Look, it was a tough year, man. It was a tough year for everybody. We all deserved a little celebration. I I really thought I could handle a, a bottle of champagne. It turns out I should have just got the baby champagnes. You know, that probably would have been the proper route to go. Whew, it was a struggle, Doug. It was a struggle. Well, thankfully at one years, uh one year old, one years old at twenty at twelve months, mm-hmm. she's not gonna remember this and and yeah, you know you, guys... you know who will though. Oh, yes, of course. Mrs. Hendricks is definitely going to remember it. And if I were her, I would hold it over your head for quite some time. I would already be planning for year two and uh, going with a non-alcohol themed event, maybe. Um, Or you should just you need to do a better job throughout the next 12 months Mm -hmm. of conditioning yourself. You need to start drinking a bottle of champagne every weekend so that you can get conditioned so that whenever 24 months rolls around, you're a champ. There's not going to be any passing out. It just seems to me like you weren't in proper booze birthday conditioning. See, that's that, that's a that's the point I'm trying to make. I thought I was properly conditioned, Doug. It's uh, It's been a lot of drinking during this pandemic. I mean, yes, I'm sitting here by myself, but I'm still drinking. I thought I was conditioned. I thought I was ready. I like, it's not like I just started. And you know how sometimes you pregame, but you have no idea what you're about to get yourself into with the pregame. Like, yeah. be, because it just, it wasn't planned and you just, you had way too many drinks, the sunshine, everything else happening. It, it, like it all, fe- like nothing really festered. I, I had my champagne. We had, I think we had waffles in the morning. I believe if I recall correctly, like I had planned it out the night before that I was drinking mimosas. And usually when I can plan out my alcohol intake beforehand, shit's not going to get out of control. But for some reason, the champagne just got a hold of me. It just got a hold of me. And I could not defeat it. It defeated me. I got beat. And it was embarrassing. Champagne one will zero. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. That, no, that's my bad. That's my bad. We'll, we'll try well, to figure it out. I think that's hilarious. You got 12 months to work it out for the next mm-hmm. one. And, and again, hopefully uh, Erica doesn't hold it over your head too much. Oh, um, oh come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's for wishful thinking. Right? Yeah, wishful thinking. Fingers crossed that I never hear about it again. But I promise you, because I was uh, when later that night, uh, I wasn't feeling well. My stomach was a little sour. And I was like, oh, gosh. Uh, I had to excuse myself. I was like, I'm sorry. My stomach's just a little sour. And she's like, is that because of all the alcohol you drink? That's the first step. That's we're just going to hear lines like that. Every, she she just knows how to get them in there. 
And so she'll she'll definitely uh, she'll let it be known from here on out for the rest of the year. So I had to redeem yeah. myself, but I have a full year in order to redeem myself. I'll do my best. That's all I can really do. Sure. And let me just go ahead and give you fair warning that next time I am around the three of you, the four of you, uh, I will obviously bring it up at some point in time, mm. probably through periodically while I'm with you for the yeah. entire whatever whatever time frame I'm there. Oh. I'm sure that I will try my best to bring it up. Pearl, now don't worry, your daddy's not going to get you know, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with it, but I'm going to take it somewhere. I yeah. can assure you that. Well, I, I look forward to that, Douglas. I look forward yeah. to that. Well, speaking of looking forward to things, I understand also that you have made some sort of – I think you want to make some sort of proclamation, some sort of so – you want to say out loud on the podcast something about the gym that will maybe – help hold you accountable am i correct in that thinking you are correct doug i just want a small little segment each week to give you a progress report on how i'm doing we had a good discussion about the gym last week it made me think of how much i wanted to get back to working out in this past week now unfortunately i didn't work out uh this past well there was one night i I did do it once but douglas what's happened here is i've gained 30 pounds over the last i would say six months so i now need to get rid of that 30 pounds plus an additional 20 more i'm looking to drop 50 pounds and i'm going to do it by way of this show by holding myself accountable each week uh tonight i weigh 219 the goal is 169 that's nice uh that's what we're going to do doug it starts today uh, well, actually, you know what? It's going to start in the morning because I'm actually drinking vodka right now. So it starts <laughs> in the morning, Doug. We're going from 219 to 169 over some sort of time frame that uh, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, what's today? Sunday, March 28th. I'm thinking, what, tw- uh, like, tw- uh, I don't know, uh, like a half pound a week. So like uh, in 100 weeks, I should get my 50 pounds Lost. That would be approximately two years, Doug. I should probably get a better goal than that. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm definitely no expert in this, but I just feel like you can do it in more than two years. Well, let me just say, I've been trying to do this since 2012, so <laughs> it's it's already been a nine years. We're all we're about to hit the decade long. Maybe I can do 50 and 50 weeks. We'll 50 and week, 50 Doug. weeks you just said you've been trying this since 2012 we're going on 10 years and all of a sudden now you're dropping it down to 50 weeks 50 weeks I, to one I, year okay good luck i mean you can do it it's gonna take some uh well i don't know what it's gonna take because i'm not capable <laughs> of it so i am no expert in this i'm not saying like I've done it before, but I've put it all back on. So it's, I'm not, I'm not, good luck. We, you know, it's funny that, because we talked about this last week and the fact that you've got a thousand gym memberships and can't seem to cancel them. And you've got a great spin bike at your house. Uh, and you said just a moment ago that you were listening, you were thinking about it, and you really want to get back into it. Um, but it doesn't sound as if you've actually started since last week's podcast. But in between tonight and last week's podcast, you've really been thinking about it. So have you just been formulating a plan since then? And and yeah. you're not Inform- actually – you haven't actually started it yet. But no, by golly, no. you've been yeah, thinking we're, about it. We're starting, we're starting in the morning, Doug. It starts tomorrow morning. That's what – 
You know, one of the issues, Doug, is that one of the plans in in what I want to do to achieve this is I, I want to get up in the morning before I go to work and get my workout in the morning because afterwards it's really difficult to get in. I can't wake up in the morning, which is – and so I start as a failure. My day starts as a failure, um, and then it just goes downhill from there. And we'll talk about it later as well. Uh, my screen time for technology is horrendous. It's also oh. another issue I have. Um, it, it, it goes into the whole list. So I, I have some plans. The wife says I should drop sugar, dairy, and alcohol for a week to start it that way. So that's what we're going to start tomorrow. No sugar, no dairy, no alcohol for one week. And then we'll see if I, from that we can get some uh, workouts in as well as work on my screen time. No sugar and no dairy? Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do that. i got to read ingredients, I guess. That, it's not going to be easy. Uh, it's not going to be easy. Definitely. Yeah, like... I don't actively seek sugar, but I understand that sugar is basically in everything. Basically, basically in everything. Basically, oh, in everything there is. good yeah. luck with that. That's going to be. Yeah, that'll so be the goal. Yeah, the goal next week two eighteen, Douglas. Two. Okay, so we're going. We're going. So we're going morning workouts. No yeah. sugar, no alcohol, and no dairy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. I can't wait for a progress report next week. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be uh, fantastic and and uplifting for everybody and inspiration yeah. for people, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't wait. And it, uh, it's what also you... important that our, our pod continues. Uh, it, we can't stop potting now. We, we cannot stop potting until I get to 169 at least. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's part of the deal. That's crucial because otherwise you're not being held accountable by uh, upwards to 50 people. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What are we calling this segment? We'll obviously have this at the beginning of each podcast. Yeah, we need a we need a jingle, don't we? I don't. What should we call it? Uh, Will World of Weight Loss? That's I just threw that out there. Whoa, that Will sense. World Weight Loss? W W W L. Well, that L doesn't make any sense. What about just W W W? Loss. Loss starts with an L, doesn't it? Will WWWL, yeah, w- w- right? That's what I said. You just said the L doesn't make sense. I don't like the L. I like the, just the three W's. WWW? Yeah. We'll work on it. We'll figure it out. And now, now that means, does that mean we're going to have to get a fourth jingle made? Yes, we definitely need a fourth jingle. What about triple dub? How about that? That's that's three W's. Is that stupid? That's, that's stupid. Never mind. That's, that's, that's no good. We'll yeah. figure it out. Speaking of stupid, um, if you're not following me on Snapchat, boys and girls, that's pretty mm. stupid of you because you would have found that you would have woke up today or if you were up, because I don't remember, I don't really know what time of the morning of that happened. Um, I might have been intoxicated as you commented with the slur of my. So what happened last night, uh, boys and girls, or maybe in the AM at some point, um, I think I've said this in, in previous podcasts, but I've got a very uh, popular area where I live where the law dogs like to pull people over. There's a lot of activity by my house where I live. I live right off of a main thoroughfare in, in Lincoln, Nebraska, the main street that goes north and south through town, excuse me, east and west, that separates the north and south. I'm right on that str- that that street. And often, cops pull people over, and they pull over right in front of my house. Well, it happened again last night or this morning. I'm not sure what time it happened. Um, I say last night because I hadn't gone to bed yet. Um, 
I, I, there's no lights in my house right now. The, no, not a single light is on in this house. The television and my laptop are the only thing illuminating the night sky. And so it's very easy to see the lights from cop cars reflect into my house. And so that happened last night. I had looked over my shoulder for some reason. I had saw in my dining room just an exorbitant amount of red flashing lights. So I'm like, all right, let's check it out. Let's see what's going on. I get up, I go outside and, and, and look through the window, and there's, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cop cars out there. And one car pulled over right in front of the house. So naturally, I throw on the clothes, put the shoes on, put a jacket on. Unfortunately, it was a vest with no sleeves that 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 ended up being a, a, a big failure on my part as the evening lasted way longer than I thought it was going to be outside in 40 degree weather with a slight breeze. They pulled over a car. One car pulled over. They had nine, 10, seven, eight, nine, 10 cops out there all ablaze. I could see one car, uh, one person in the back of a cop car. And I, I snapchatted the entire thing, which is a tedious process in and of itself. Why I don't just go Facebook live. So I, I, I don't have to keep, saving and sending and restarting every 60 seconds is beyond me, but I've never gone Facebook live. So I don't really know how to do it, but I'm sure it's pretty easy. I can figure it out, but I Snapchatted. That's my main source. I Snapchatted the whole fucking thing. It lasted for an hour, maybe um, of actual time. I don't think I'm doing a very good job of explaining this. Um <laughs> I think you're doing just fine, Doug. You've you've pretty much uh, you've 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 definitely hit all the main points so far. Okay. It was a feature length documentary um, on the scene. Uh, I there's no warning to let you know that you are about to commit yourself to hour on Snapchat. It doesn't let you know how long the Snapchat's going to be. Uh, so I watched. I had to. I had, I had to take breaks. I'm like, what is happening? This is for, and your, I mean, your slurring was a, of another level. I will say that it was absolutely, it was more almost as entertaining as the, uh, the, the, the scene that was happening. But yeah, no, you're doing a fine job so far. Okay, well, I kind of, I'll have to go back through and watch it, but I didn't think the slurring is as bad as you're making it sound as if it was, but maybe it, <laughs> maybe it was. I listened. I, I you know, he, he maybe you're exaggerating a scotch. I don't know. The reason there's no warning is I didn't know how long it was going to last. I had made a comment today to a friend I was talking to. He's not on Snapchat. And I was telling him about what happened. And I had told him, I wish there was a way I could go back to the beginning and say, this is going to be lengthy. Stay till the end. <laughs> um, but I don't. there's no way of doing that. So, yeah, I agree with you. There was no way of knowing how long I was going to be out there. Uh, again, I didn't have a jacket on with sleeves. I was short sleeves with a vest on. Uh, my phone ended up dying. That's the only reason that I, I couldn't continue the saga. So I'm outside. I'm watching all this shit happen. They've got one individual in the car um, that I can tell at this point in time. And all of the cops are just standing around by the first cop car behind the main the car that was pulled over. And they're just chatting. You can tell that they're not talking about whatever's happening uh, in the current situation. It appears as if they're just maybe talking about plans, maybe talking about what they've already done. They're laughing, they're giggling. Maybe they could be talking about the scenario of, of what happened and why they pulled the person over. It just doesn't seem like it. It seems like they're just shooting the shit and playing around. And they stand there and just shoot the shit for a half hour 
if not more. And I'm just confused the whole time. Like, what's going on? Why aren't they talking to the suspect in the car? What is going on? Why are they walking back and forth between their cars where they don't seem to be doing anything? Why do we only have one actual car pulled over, but we've got eight to ten cops all out there not doing a thing? They've got oh, they've got the street blocked off on both ends, so no cars can pull up and and get in their crime scene. I guess they weren't doing any crime scene investigations. They weren't looking through the car, um, and maybe they had already done all that before I got outside. But it's just they weren't doing anything, and they were out there for an exorbitant amount of time. And but so- they had to have right. I mean, when you got out, when you start recording, all four doors open, the trunk was open, and the hood was open, right? Correct. So that's they, the beginning. That's the beginning. Right. So it starts. You correct. Thank you. So it starts off with me going outside, and like he just said, I don't need to repeat it. So obviously they've already looked through the car, but why the doors were still open and they were just out shooting the shit and not actually doing anything is what I'm, I guess where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. Finally, after I don't know, just a, just way too long, the cops start kind of filing out one at a time, slowly leaving. Um, but still out there just talking and I'm loud. I'm Snapchatting and sitting on my stoop and they can hear me on occasion because I see them look over and it wasn't just one person. You could see two or three cops look in my direction every once in a while. Um, but they don't care. They continue doing the thing. Cars start, cops start piling out. Tow truck comes, takes the car away. Um, asks the cops permission. Can I go ahead and shut these doors? I believe you sent me a snap saying the doors were shut, but I think you found after you followed up that they were not shut because he had to get permission to shut them. So take that, William. Um, my slurring self was able to see that. I'm like, you were sober self. So I'm just saying. Um, the cops go, the tow truck goes away, the cops leave. Um, there's probably three, two, three cops left. And then I noticed the first in an individual that I didn't know was in the cop car, um, two or three cops back cars back. A guy gets out of the car, a tall guy wearing a black jumpsuit, black guy gets out of the car and he, he gingerly, peacefully, calmly walks down O street. He leaves, he's gone. He's been released. I didn't even know there was two suspects at the time. So I'm like, oh, okay, there's a guy right there. Where did he come from? I didn't see him get out of the car. They clearly did, and he's walking away, and he leaves. All the other cops leave. The one guy's still in the back of the one car. The cop does a U-turn and pulls into a business that borders the alley of my uh, my apartment, behind my apartment, an old building called Lincoln Lighting Company. There's nothing in there right now. And the cop pulls into that parking lot, turns his lights off, and it's now just conversating. Two cops actually pull in um, to that area. Uh, what I now notice from playing it back is when the cop gets out, opens up the, the back door, takes the guy out of the handcuffs, which I didn't notice last night when I was recording. I only noticed it when I watched it back. Took him out of the cuffs. One cop left. The other cop got back in his car, and they sat there and chatted for another half hour easily now this time i'm so confused on why the guy's sitting in the car they're not taking him to jail the car is towed away all the other cops are gone the lone cop cop 219 is posted up just chatting with the guy so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna go sit right next to the cop car 
So I walked over. There's a little ledge behind the car where I could sit down. It's a wall elevated behind the comp. I just sat down right on that wall and Snapchatted the whole thing. I'm trying to... that very confusing. Yeah. So what did you find confusing about that? You had sent me a reply saying uh, you. Were I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how safe it was for you uh, to kind of basically sneak up on a cop car and the cop came out and saw you, which I'm sure you're going to get to two or three different times. And he seemed annoyed. <laughs> uh, like, well, like, why is this dude like, but he wouldn't like, I don't understand why the cop didn't like to ask you, like, can I help you? Or why are you, why are you here? Like, can you leave? But I also don't know why the cop who was visibly annoyed that you were just sitting there, just didn't drive off. I didn't understand that part either. So I, I didn't really understand what the cop was doing, and I didn't understand what you were doing. I was like, "Why are you trying to get closer? Like the cop has a gun. <laughs> You're sitting here in the darkness, uh, just posted up. Like I, I, I just felt like it could have gone in a direction that none of us would have wanted to see it go into. But the cop really just." ultimately paid no mind to you but he did get out the car multiple times saw you only to get back into the car so i don't know what was so yeah that never crossed my mind there was never a point in time where i was in fear of my life it was clear that i was there it was clear that what i was doing was filming the thing because i'm holding my phone Mm -hmm. directly at the car while conversating to the phone and myself the first time the cop yes so you're correct uh, the cop did get out of the car at one point. And again, they're just chatting. The guy in the back seat's flailing his arms around. He's not in cuffs. They're talking through the, the glass window. At one point in time, he the cop shuts the back window, the separation window, um, and I assume started filling out some paperwork. Then he opened the window, and now they're talking again, and the guy in the back seat was getting very animated. Um, I'm filming the whole thing. And at one point in time, yes, the cop gets out, and he looks kind of like he's shocked and also pissed off at the same and just like what the fuck. He gets out of his car, he starts to walk, he looks up at me like, ah, oh, shit. And then gets back in his car. And I'm doing a play by play through the whole thing. Um, I continue snapping the whole thing. I'm doing play by play. Comp gets out of his car again. This time he does address me. And he says, Are you talking to me? And I'm like, no. And he's like, okay. And gets back in his car. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? What, am I talking to you? No. <laughs> and how do you know I'm talking to you? I, I guess I was that loud that he could hear me through the car. I was that close and that loud. I don't really know. Of course. Yeah, you were like 10 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course you were that loud. And this is where I for I have formulated my theory on what's happening here is that this dude's not a perp, he's not a criminal, he's like either undercover or he's helping the Lincoln police with an investigation. So they're sitting there talking about the investigation. You, on the other hand, are like basically foiling the entire operation by posting it and recording it. That's why I was confused why the cop just decided to continue sitting there knowing that there's this guy directly behind him recording and talking out loud everything that's happening. So I was confused. By that. Yeah. So 219 gets out of his car, questions me, asks me if I'm talking to him. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And he's like, okay, he gets back in his car. They continue to talk for a little while longer. Um, then the cop gets out a third time, comes around the car, opens the door, 
uh, hands the dude in the back seat uh, some paper. They are making comments. Um, I can't really. The dude in the car is not obviously he's not happy with the situation, um, but the cops essentially letting him go. And the dude sees me and walks up to me, the the guy that was in the back seat of the car, and he's flashing his papers around that he's holding. He's got like two pieces of paper. And you correct me if I'm wrong, or you tell me what he said, because I haven't watched that part again in a while. But it basically, he was like, I ain't no snitch. I ain't no snitch. Yes. Ain't no snitching going on here. And I'm asking him, mm-hmm. or, do you have a ride? Are you getting bluffed? As, like, is the law dog just going to leave you here stranded and just to walk away on your own? And I asked the cop, I was like, are you giving him a ride? Does he have a ride coming? Are you just going to leave him here? You towed his car away and you're just going to leave him standing here? Um, and I don't think I got that on Snapchat. Um, and the cop was like, no, he's got a ride coming. I was like, okay, well, I was just checking, seeing if I need to give him a ride. And the cop was like, no, he's good. And yeah, the cops had been like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and give him a ride? We'll go over, we'll go ahead and set this entire thing up all over I'm again. So because... I'm so glad. Because I, I would have, like, a fucking absolute idiot. I would have given, all right, cool, buddy, yeah. I got you. And I would have done it just for the content because I'm like, all right, perfect. Now I'm interviewing this guy in my car uh, to see what happened and get the, the, the 411, get the T, as they say. Um, it, which it, thank God it didn't happen. None of that was necessary. I don't know that guy. I don't know why he was in that car. I do now, by the way, I have the incident report, uh, to go over with you. Uh, but that's what happened. And my phone died right after that. So, and I'm and at this point I'm complaining, like, let's go. What are you doing? Why? It's been an hour. I'm freezing. You've got out and talked to me. Uh, this is silly. Why are you still here? Um, and, and I, and the, the shitty thing is, I don't know what happened to the guy. My phone died and I was freezing. So I left, I came in the house. Um, and by the time I got in the house, took my shoes off, put my jacket down. Uh, I, I, I go look out the window. They're gone. Cop car is gone. <laughs> Who knows what happened? Um, but that was absolutely insane. It was a waste of resources. It, here's what happened. You ready for the incident report? Yeah. Um, So thankfully, Amzi, who is on top of everything, sent me the Mm -hmm. uh, incident report. Um, Let's see. They were pulled over 2251. So what is that in military time? Uh, 1051? 1051. Yeah, okay. So 1051. So that answers that question. 1051. Um, they pulled him over on 40th and O Street. There was three offenses. The number one offense, um, they had somebody in the car. There was two individuals. Somebody had a concealed weapon. Number two, somebody had possession of narcotics. And number three, the driver was driving with a suspended license. So three tickets. I don't know why they were pulled over. It doesn't specify if they made a traffic violation or what. But in the process of being pulled over, They've got three tickets or three charges, concealed weapon, narcotics possession, and um, suspended driver for traffic violation. Both individuals left. Both individuals walked away. Um, The first individual, like, do I want to name drop them? Why not? Um, It's on here. The first person, offender number one, who was known, cited, or arrested was LaKedrick Kendrell Tribble, 25-year-old black male. 
I looked him up on Facebook. We have two friends in common. Um, he did have a teardrop tattoo on his eye, under his eye. He had a cross tattooed between his eyes and the letters SIP tattooed over his right eyebrow. Um, I, what does that mean? I, I yeah. have no clue. Um, and I think that might be the guy that I ended up talking to because he looked like the guy that I talked to, but maybe not. And the second offender was Jacarius Kingdrez Brunt, 22-year-old black male. Um, summary, traffic stop, possession, narcotics, concealed weapon. So that's what happened. That took well over an hour. They left one of the individuals in the back of the car for almost an hour before they let him go. They let the other guy go about a half hour before that. And the car got towed away, and I got an hour of fantastic Snapchat content out of it. Hmm. That's uh, very strange that based off of that, and we, and there's no nothing in the incident report that says why they were pulled over in the first place. That's pretty strange. Um, but yeah, I mean, why do they need nine cop cars? They blocked off 40th. Why? I mean, that just doesn't seem to be nine cop cars and blocking off a street needed for, for that incident report. Exactly. I agree completely. It was an unnecessary. And the fact that they were all just standing around for over 30 minutes when both individuals were in the car. They had already gone through the car. It was a Dodge, uh, a little four-door silver Dodge. Uh, So they had already done their police work because nobody looked inside that car once I got outside. They had already had both individuals in two separate cop cars. Um, There was nothing else to be done. And yet they all stood there, stood around forever talking. All the cars they posted up, they blocked the street off for well over half an hour. There's absolutely no reason for it. I, it it's it, it's a waste of resources, in my opinion. It it doesn't make sense. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I don't. I, it, it kind of makes me upset. For I don't like it. Oh, you were upset last night. You're, you you uh, you were getting so angry, <laughs> but you were always uh, being correct and letting it be known that you don't actually know what the procedure or policy is for the police. So you don't know that they're doing anything wrong, but something seems wrong, and you were getting so annoyed by everything. Uh, but maybe when they find a weapon, perhaps they get back up. I mean, that's really an excessive amount of backup, but maybe the weapon is the reason why that happened. I don't know. I just feel like something's still missing from that incident report. Good job by Angie, though, by the way. Man, she's – call her 411. She's got the – she's got the – no. Never mind. That didn't make any sense. She's the best. Every time I do a Snapchat and there's some sort of law dog situation outside of my house, she's prompt. She gets back to me with the – Do you just get an incident report off the internet? Is that what you do? Yeah, you can – there's a website, yeah, the, you, this uh, Lincoln.ne.gov, and you can Google, you can find a incident, yeah, public incident reports. Um, now I don't know how Good she did it because I had the incident report, so I was able to go to the to the website and just put the case number in. She, she sent it to me uh, via Snapchat, um, and my cell phone's being a bitch, and I can't get my email to open on it, so I couldn't email the incident report to my computer. So I just looked it up online by using the case number. I don't know how she did it, but that's how I did it. So, yes, you can find that stuff. And she's amazing at finding whatever's going on um, with with 
law dog stuff outside of my house. Yeah, I know I was heated last night, um, and, and I like to report live on the scene, give the location, uh, oftentimes repeating myself. And so, yeah, was, so that was your take on the whole thing: is that um, I was slurring and it was uh, I was heated and whatnot. Uh, yeah, both of, both of those would be correct. You were slurring and you, you were strangely very annoyed by the process being played out, which brought me great entertainment. It was good value. Uh, it was basically I watched a feature-length movie directed and produced by Douglas motherfucking Murray. Um, it was a Law Dog special. It, it was good. It was interesting. Yeah, good. Thanks. I enjoyed it. Uh, I had fun snapping it. Um, but that that leads me into my next little quick story here. <laughs> quick stories. We've already done thirty six minutes. Um, but it's about the <laughs> LPD and. So there was an article on March twenty, March twenty first, in the uh, Journal Star, our newspaper here. Seventy six year old man killed in Saturday night shooting in Lincoln. Um, so the police had reported that a seventy six year old man was killed in a shooting that evening. Um, they were called to the apartment. They got there. They found the man dead with gunshot wounds, uh, plural gunshot wounds, um, and they arrested a guy and booked him into jail. Well. Uh, about a week later, or a few days later, and I don't have that article in front of me, um, but they then came out and said he wasn't shot. He did not die from any gunshot wounds. He did not have any gunshot wounds. He died from a broken neck. How do police think the man was shot if he doesn't have any gun holes? He doesn't have any wound. Like if you were shot, you would have you would be bleeding profusely, especially if you had multiple wounds. There would be, I would think, copious amounts of blood around the body, um, and it and you would then look and find out what happened. Uh, a broken neck isn't a something that I I don't know. Again, once again, I'm not an expert in these cases, um, but it just doesn't seem to me like that's something that involves. Uh, a bloody situation. What I'm getting at is the inferiority. I mean, that's just inferiority, inferiorness, in bad, the, the, the lack of ability. The <laughs> it's that's a piss poor police work, is what I'm saying. I mean, come on. You report the man died from gunshot wound, and it turns out there were no wounds whatsoever. It was a broken neck. <sighs> Get it together, LPD. You don't need 10 comp cars for one car after you've already got the situation. You guys don't need to post up on O Street for 45 fucking minutes sitting in a circle talking around. You might as well be doing a fucking circle jerk. Get in your cars and go. And if you find a body, investigate it properly. Don't say it's going to start wounds with a broken neck. Come on, LPD. Get it together. Do they? So do they think that... Do they still say he was murdered? Yes, they they're they're now saying that instead of the the suspect shooting him, he must have pushed him down. The he must have he must have done something where it, he he made the seventy six year old fall or did something to break his neck. But yes, the guy is still in jail. They're reworking the charges to figure out what the, the new charges will be. And maybe it's not going to be uh, murder. It might be some other charges. But yeah, he's still arrested. Something along those lines. Uh, 
That's just ridiculous. That's strange. How, how old is the how old is, is the other person? Uh, yeah, Timothy McPeak, a fifty-two year old male. Fifty-two year old. Are they related? I don't believe so. They. I think it was at an apartment complex. Um, police officers were called to an apartment. When they got there, they found the man dead with gunshot wounds. They've not released the name of the victim because they're still working to notify Timothy Peak was booked into Jones' suspicion of secondary murder and use of a firearm to commit a felony. That's strange. Yeah. So there's no use of a firearm. No. Um, and it it doesn't state why the phone call was made. Officers called to an apartment just before and the report of a disturbance. Okay. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's very weird, isn't it? It is. <laughs> just, just, just to clarify, isn't it? Yeah. Should we just go back and forth? You'll say that's weird. And I'm like, isn't it? You're like, it is. And I'm like, right? And you're like, I know. And I'm like, it's crazy. And you're like, yeah. right? <laughs> We are good. <laughs> we get better every, every week. week. All we got to do is improve 2% uh, from the previous week. And uh, I think after time, that would we're looking for 100% improvement from the beginning. <laughs> so there's math involved there. So we do 2%. So we're in episode 16 right now. So 16 times 2 would be carry that. So what you got to do is the 6 times the 2 is 12. And then you carry the one and two. So I think that's three. So 32. Yep. So we're at 32% we be... right now. So we're at 32. 30, 32% better than first episode. <laughs> okay. Well, this is exciting. We got we can put some math to it finally. Um, speaking of police, let's keep going with the police kind of situation. We have another missing inmate from the community correction center in Lincoln, Nebraska. Once again, Community Corrections, CCL in Lincoln, is a work release facility. This is where the, the guys go just to be housed during the evening, and then during the day, they get a bus. They're taken to a loca- to, to their jobs, a van, I should say, and they get to go to work all day long. You and I, uh, when we worked at the call center, we had a ton of CCL guys that worked for us. Yeah. Uh, they worked all mm-hmm. day from day until as long as they could so that they could just stack those chips for when they got out. Once again, we report right here on Off the Rails with Will and Doug, another inmate has dipped from the Community Correction Center. Another ridiculous case. This gentleman on March 25th, um, nope, that's not correct. He took off, he was... Eric Kluth did not return to his place of employment after a scheduled lunch break on Thursday. So he went to work, had a scheduled break, and then took off, dipped. He was sentenced March 25th, 2020. So last year, year he was sentenced to three years on charges out of Platt County that included strangulation and third-degree domestic assault. His tentative release date was June 23rd, 2021. So March, April, May, June, less than three months, he had a tentative release date to get out of prison and 
he took off. What is up with that? What do we keep reading about guys that are leaving work release community correction center with months to go before they're released? That's yeah, that's that's just uh, that's dumb criminals doing dumb things, which is why they were in prison to begin with. Uh, I'm concerned about the fact that a guy with charges of strangulation and third degree assault being on a work release program. I thought the I, thought, I certainly thought they were less violent than that. So, do you, do you recall any charges when we worked at the call center of people who were in the in the call center? Yes and no. I mean, I, I know there was a dude in there for murder or attempted murder. Yeah. What? We had a guy that was in the work release, and I don't know if you, he was a day shifter. He had a, 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 a scar on his throat from ear to ear. He was, he, somebody tried to slit his throat and kill him, and in the process, he killed them. It was a drug deal gone bad. Oh. He, and he was in wow. he was at our work release. Yeah, there was people in there that had done some oh, fucked geez. up shit that were working in our call center. But the thing is they had served an ex- a, a, a period of time before they were deemed uh, able to uh, safe to go out into society and and work the remainder of their sentence. And, and this guy, he was in jail for and March 25th, less than a year he was on work already. Yeah. And already getting out. It's crazy. I had a friend, shout out to my yeah. boy Michael Pro and his lovely wife Irene. Um, I had some friends from Luling, Texas, where I grew up, uh, were driving through town taking their son to South Dakota. He's uh, stationed in the uh, Air Force. And they were taking his car up there with him, and then they were going to fly back today on Sunday. And they stopped in uh, Lincoln for the night, stayed the night. And I then I gave on, uh, it doesn't matter what day, the next day, I gave him a tour of Lincoln. We went and had lunch, and I drove the family around, and uh, we caught up, and I took him on a tour. Well, I took him out by community corrections. I took him out to the CCL, which is across from a a park, Pioneers Park, where everybody goes and likes the park, and it's a beautiful park. So I drove him out to the park. When the process, I took him by the CCL, and there was like six guys sitting outside by a van just chilling. And I told them the story. I was like, yeah, this is where they go to do work relief, and they all like to escape and not come back. I was like, you can see that group of individuals right there. They are currently plotting their escape as we speak. And I drove past them, and sure as shit, um, the next day. So this happened on March. Yes, yeah, so I picked them up on Wednesday, and the next day, uh, this guy dipped um, at the stage. So it's possible <laughs> he was out there, and I was correct, saying that they were plotting yeah. their escape. Um, but, yeah, that's crazy. Another guy. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, so cease. Yeah, CCL needs to do a better job of who they select for work from home or uh, – well, I don't, actually, I don't know what the or is. They, you shouldn't have people in your program that are potential escapees. Well, it seems to me like, – I, I feel like a step is being missed there. Yes, something's going on. Somebody's fucking up somewhere because it seems to me like, well, we've done 16 podcasts, uh, including this one, and I think this is our third or fourth time reporting something like this. 
Uh, yeah. So it's happening yeah. way too frequently. Maybe they should shut the program down for a little bit. Maybe they should be like, I'm sorry. Since your fellow inmates can't seem to come back and they don't like it here, it's so bad here at CCL. <laughs> uh, why don't we just shut it down and send you guys back to where the big boys sleep? Let's do that. Why don't we do that, you mm. fucks? Jesus. Yeah, one one uh, one bad apple ruins don't, the bunch, Douglas. As the, that's the what they say. Is. Don't let when an, a rotten egg. Don't have a rotten egg because mm-hmm. it'll it stinks. Uh, don't if you lead the horse to water, he can drink for the rest yeah. of his life. Give a man a fishing pole, watch him fish. Yeah, so shut it down, CCL. Get it under control. Absolutely. Yeah, shut that down. Shut well, down. we are at 48 minutes. Um, let's go. You want to talk about um, another news story that's crazy, the Suez Canal. What's going on in the Suez yeah. Canal? Well, why don't you go ahead and break it down and, the and tell the people what the Suez Canal is, for those that don't know. Why don't you tell us what's going on, <laughs> where it's located, <laughs> probably how much traffic goes through there a day, oh. why this is an important news story. Go ahead and just break it down for the people. Go ahead. Well, that seems unfair because I was not prepared to tell you where the Suez Canal is. Uh, I can tell you that right now, nobody's going through the Suez Canal uh, because there is a ship the size of the Empire State Building that lost power as is it was going through. By the way, it's between Cairo and Israel, Doug. Uh, Cairo's in Egypt. Uh, it's it's an artificial sea level waterway in Egypt. It connects the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea through the Isthmus of Suez and dividing Africa and Asia. Everybody knows this. Constructed between 1859 and 69. Uh, so the Suez Canal is a, a major, uh, I, I guess you would call it a thoroughfare. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it that or not, but uh, it, a lot of traffic goes through there. And this, this Evergreen, I think it's called Evergreen, ship uh, was going through. And according to the captain, the ship lost power. And for some reason, at, at that point, they lost control of the ship and it went sideways and the 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 stern, the front of the ship got it, it ended up going on land, but it went underneath the land and it stuck. And it weighs in, in amounts of pounds that I could not even explain to you. And they can't get it unstuck. And so you know, in Austin Powers, when when uh, Austin's trying to go back and forth in that golf cart uh, between the two walls, that's basically what this ship is right now. And there's nothing that can happen. There's no ins and outs. It's basically just stuck there. And so there's a uh, there's a website out there called is the ship still stuck dot com. And it will let you know that oh now it's been updated. It says oh, sort of right now. Doug. It says is sort of the ship uh, stuck. Is the ship still stuck? Okay. Keep going. It's called it's called the Ever Given. And now, it, it, instead of yes, it's now sort of. Uh, so it, there may be some progress being made here. It's been stuck for five days, 18 hours, and 44 minutes. It's been floating a bit for 42 minutes, Douglas. I don't know. This is a major update that's happening on the air live right now. I wish I could go to CNN or something that's probably you know 
filming this and putting it on this with the web uh it says it's cost us 55 billion dollars so far sitting there so th- this has been a major news story if you have the twitter uh the memes and the the ideas of us norman common folk trying to tell people how they should unstick it have been just hilarious Twitter time for the last five days. So I've been entertained throughout uh, following it on social media, but it looks like there's some progress because the last update before this sort of part was that we were still many days away and that they were trying to think of ways of perhaps taking all that cargo that's on the ship off, which would have created, uh, I don't know how much time that would have taken. I mean, we're talking about a ship the size of the Empire State Building. And Doug, that's that's tall. That's long. I can't imagine driving that type of ship. But I, I, I've, I've enjoyed Do you it. have any examples? First of all, it's larger than the Empire State Building. The ship is actually larger than the building. It's costing about $9 billion every day um, to who? I don't know who. The world? I don't know who's putting the build for this. this the world. Where they say it's costing $9 billion yeah, a day. Um, and it's going to affect us in our pocketbooks for several reasons, including the fuel, our fuel. And there's so many, there's 300 ships that are currently out at sea stuck waiting to go through the canal. Um, so all of the goods in, that are on those ships, including the Evergreen, um, are delayed to get to us. So if, at some point in time, it's going to affect our day to day somehow. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any examples? You had mentioned that on Twitter. It's quite the exciting or fun thing to watch on Twitter or to read on Twitter. I don't know. Whatever you do on Twitter, I I don't tweet. Twit. Um, And you said that people were given, uh, the common men were giving their genius uh, ideas of how to get it unstuck. I believe they needed to remove 700,000 pounds of sand. um, And they're currently doing that um, to get the, as you said, the front of the ship unstuck. Um, and they've got a shit ton of tugboats uh, that are trying to move the boat as well currently. Um, what kind? Do you have any great examples of what um, the common man has suggested that you find comical? Okay. No. Well, there it is. No, That's the Suez Canal. It's important. <laughs> they uh, need to get it unstuck, and we um, don't have anything else on that, I guess. I was I was going to go to the, the I went to Twitter to say to try to find some examples of the unstuck ideas, but now everything is being posted unstuck is the fact that it's actually unstuck at this point. So it, it's taken over uh, the the search that I would use to 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 do that. So, but it has been unstuck. Well, I, I do want you to know that I am on CNN right now. There is no breaking news. There is no activity about it currently. Um, but is the ship stillstuck.com is obviously the place to go as it's been floating for a bit. Yeah, that's crazy. Suez Canal. It's a body of water. Boats go through it and one boat stuck. How much do you think uh, a captain of a ship like that would get, oh, get paid a year? Six figures. What kind of salary we're looking at there. Right? I mean, that, yeah. that dude, yeah. I mean, he's He's driving a boat that's taller than the Empire State Building that's got enough containers on it. My God, do we have thousands, right? There's thousands of containers that are the size of a semi-truck. Yes, thousands, yeah. On that boat, stacked mm-hmm. 20 high, 
for a hundred i mean it's incredible um i bet there's somewhere where you could find out the question something like that um but i how much the, what the was cap, the question how again much the captain makes how much do they get paid how much the captain of a cargo okay, ship makes i'm going i'm going 150 plus one well, oh, then we have with. to change i said 150 plus so we have to be a little more specific. I'm going that they make $220,000 a year. Prices right rules, closest without going over. Go. Oh, have you already found it? This isn't fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, but it only says the mean, the average of a cargo captain would be 70000 uh, the top ninety percent could reach one hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars, but I, I would imagine he's at the top. What do you 90%. think the, the guys on the? I wonder how many how many guys are on one of those boats. I mean, we've all seen the hit movie with Tom Hanks called uh, uh, Captain Kirk, uh, called uh, Captain Boat Captain Tom Cruise, <laughs> starring in Get Off My Boat. Uh, Car- yeah, Car- Tom Cruise. Car- uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Selleck. Tom who did I? Tom Hanks starring in the Oscar nominated the Academy. Of- That's a military. Yeah. That's well, a military it's mainly movie. about the. I mean, sure, there's a military operation to save Captain Captain Sully, the airplane. That's the airplane. That's Captain Phillips. Captain, Captain Phillips. What were we talking about? Captain Phillips. There's probably about what twenty guys on <laughs> that boat in Captain Phillips. Thirty guys. The guy, so there's 300 boats stuck right now, and either between the both sides of the canal, waiting to get through that. Do you think those guys are just? Do you think they're happy that we're just chilling, we're just we're just floating in the water, getting paid to just kick it? Are they like this is bullshit? We want to get back to our families, or it's we don't have enough rations to be on the boat. What do you think is going on on those boats? Do you think it's happy times or sad times? Well, go ahead. No, it's it, it's it's not it's not happy times. Uh, no, no chance that it's happy times. I would imagine there's a lot of annoyance, uh, short tempers, uh, a lot of blame going on, a lot of finger pointing. Uh, we, we we still don't. I, I don't know if we know why the Ever Given actually lost power to for the sea to even happen going through a canal. No, there's. I, I can't imagine. I think there's a good chance that on at least one of those boats, out of the 300 plus that are stuck out there waiting to get through the Suez Canal, that there's probably at least one boat that they're they're trying to. The captain has said, "Listen, it's a shitty situation for all of us. We've got families. Some have families. Some don't have families. Let's make the best of this." So I think they're doing theme nights. I'm picturing that um, they're having like a disco night. I think they're doing a karaoke night. I think they're having a board game night. I think they're having uh, uh, I just I just think they're having theme nights. I I think they're trying to make the best of it. They're having fun with it. That's what I think. At least one boat. The odds are pretty strong. One out of three hundred plus is having party nights, theme nights. Very, very possible. It says there's 18,000 containers. 18,000 containers. That's probably why I haven't got my new hat. I, I, that's probably. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a 200,000 200, metric tons. I don't know what that means. I don't know what 200,000 metric tons means. That's heavy. a lot. It's heavy. I know that. But uh, there, was a, there was a fella out there on the Twitter 
who did a traffic report from the Suez Canal. Uh, that was funny, Douglas. That was a funny thing to, to listen to. That was that was part of the comedy on Twitter with the Suez Canal thing. He wasn't actually at the Suez Canal, but he's a former traffic reporter, so he decided to to pra- do some practice and do a a, 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 a traffic report of, of how and you said listen to canal is you said listen it was a fun thing to listen to i thought twitter at twitter you just type you yeah, just type out actually, you, you got like 140 but you can talk what you can talk on twitter you do a video and you you, you do a video and you post it just like any other like is that right out there i thought you just had like 140 characters and you it just is. said little you want, twitter was just things where people write dumb stuff and that's it You've, I you've don't remember the last time I've been Twitter? on Twitter. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, uh, I would play it if we could, um, but I don't. I don't think it will work that way. Suez Twitter. Suez. Let's move on. Actually, it's been on. an hour. I don't want to keep this thing. We've got a lot of. We still got some stuff to talk about. Obviously, we've got Sackgate Dead or Alive. Um, I mean, I've got three more stories that we could talk about. Do we keep this party going? How about? Yeah, how about the? Uh, the oh detox, gosh! The oh, thank the Lord. Okay, digital detox. Go ahead, tell us about digital detox. But I've realized earlier. Earlier, I told you that I had. Um, I, I found out how to see how many hour, how long I've been on my cell phone in a day, but thankfully, I don't. I can't go and look mm-hmm. at it now because yeah. it would shut down the podcast if I got rid of the screen I'm on. Um, and I don't have the numbers exactly, I, but I know they're gross. So there is a thing going on right now. There's a company that will pay you um, up to $2,400. That's $100 per hour to go a full day of screen detox, uh, detoxing. So that's 24 hours with no social media, no television, no phone, no computer. Could you go 24 hours without your television, your phone, or your computer? Obviously, you would have to take the day off of work or do it on a weekend. Um, could you do it? And if so, if you were up for the challenge, A, how much time do you spend? We've covered this. How much time do you spend a, a day on your cell phone? Or social uh, uh, my- yeah, my, my last week was 11 hours and 35 you minutes a day. Just on my phone. Just on my phone. That's not, that's, yeah, that's not uh, my iPad. That's not my, uh, the TV. That's not all the other digital stuff out there. That's simply my phone. 11 hours and 35 minutes a day. It's, it's gross. It was I, thought, I was embarrassed. Gross. God, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, here we go. Developing story. Yeah. It is developing story. It is Cruise attempting to refloat Evergreen cargo ship in Suez Canal live on CNN. Cairo, Egypt. Hmm. You should go to. You should go to TMZ. Well, TMZ not, doesn't have a twenty-four hour channel on my on my. I, okay. Anyways, so um, I okay. saw on my phone you. today because I was trying to figure out some stuff. I got a bunch of apps that won't work on my goddamn phone. It's driving me crazy. Um. And I found the section on my phone where it shows me, I believe I was at seven hours and 42 minutes of just cell phone activity. That's not computer. That's not television. Seven hours a day average, something like that. Or maybe it was just seven hours the other day, yesterday. 
Um, but seven hours. I'm looking at mm-hmm. seven plus hours a day on my cell phone. And that's in conjunction with the television because I've got my TV on while I'm using my cell phone. Uh, and I just, I'll just pause the TV to use my cell phone. The boat is 59 meters. The ship length is 400 meters long. The depth of the water is 25 meters. The the boat is 59 meters wide. The canal is 313 meters wide. So we've got a 59-meter ship going through 25 meters of water. Oh, that water... <laughs> 121 meters of depth is the deepest section of the canal. You're picturing this perfectly, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the yeah. water, because of a drought, is down to 15.7 <laughs> meters. <laughs> That's what's going on. Evergreen yeah. and the Suez Canal, dimensions. I'm giving you the dimensions of the canal and the boat to paint a picture of yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, no, anyway, yeah. could you go? Twi- I don't know why you're changing yourself. Ever given, dog. Not, not, not ever green. <laughs> ever given. Uh, so, could I go 24 hours? I've done digital detoxes in the past. Uh, like after yeah. you told me about that uh, brain hacking, I did some digital detoxing. I can, but it's been a long time. I have attempted to do them in the past year, and I can't do it. I will turn off my phone. And I find a reason to turn on my phone, um, uh, you know, not like within the first hour, but I always find a reason to turn on, turn on my phone. So when we go out of town and go on a vacation, I attempt to do digital detox, detoxes then because I don't want to go on a vacation just to look at my phone. It doesn't work there either. It's been a while since I've had a successful digital detox. But if you provided me a $2,400 check, uh, right after I did it for 24 hours, then yes, I do. In the, de- like I in the digital happen. detoxing that you've done in the past, was it only your cell phone and your computer or whatnot? Was it television as well? Was it everything? I don't think I ever put the TV in the digital detox category. Um, I understand why they put it in there. So, no, it wasn't everything, but it was anything. I always considered it to be electronic. Well, I mean, TV is electronics. Um, so I, to, to me, I always con- considered it to be my phone, my iPad, and my computers is how I always... I believe they're, the on, they're only choosing two people for this. I mean, this, this is an actual thing that they're going to be doing. Um, uh, it's about more than avoiding your, avoiding your phone for the day. They've chosen the digital channel. must avoid screens of all kinds, including gaming consoles, Handheld devices, computers, laptops, smartwatches, wearable tech, smart home devices. Um, according to the website, microwaves are pretty much the only technology you'll be able to use during the 24-hour period. Um, I no. So Doug, nope. we should nope. try this. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it. No, I don't. What? I can't. I I can go without my cell phone and my laptop, but. God damn it, I need my television. I gotta have the TV at some point in time. But... Fuck Doug, the, it's content. the content. I got plenty of other ways to get content. I don't like this. I'll quit <laughs> the podcast. You just want to be done? Is that what you're saying? Is tonight the last episode? Thanks for listening, everybody. Rich, you can cancel your support. I guess we're done.
Don't do that, Rich. I'm kidding. I'm not. Don't, I would no. I can't do it. I can do laptop and tell and and cell phone. I, when I, I was gonna, I, <laughs> I about said no problem, but that's obviously not true. But I can't. I can't. <sighs> what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? What are you gonna? I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not even gonna try. I'll do the cell phone. I'm not doing it. Stop asking me. All right. oh, thank God, my heart was. I was. Not, I didn't feel good. I'm glad you said that. You should do it. Here's the thing: you've got a wife, you've got a daughter, you've got. I got nothing. I'm all alone. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. So, what would be in your survival package? So, Amzie had asked me what would be in my the the website. It says if you know what would you pack for your survival gear for a day? What would you need? Um, if you didn't have devices and honestly, the only thing I could come up with for mine was magazines and, um, fuel for my car. Cause I'm going to want to go driving, but I guess I can't use my car either. Probably. Yeah. There's a lot of digital things in your car happening, right? Um, I would need a uh, pen and paper. What are you uh, writing? I definitely want to write, uh, anytime I think. But anytime I think of a tweet, <laughs> I'm just gonna write it. Down. You know how like uh, you know how our former president now sends out press releases that read like a tweet. That's what I'll do. Um, I'll, so I can do that. Um, um, what else would I need though? I mean, basically my 24 hours would be sleep. It would be eating, um, and then every now and then I could write and potentially some board games uh, to, to help. Uh, yeah, I agree. I would well. have to have. Uh, board games i would have to have booze hopefully it'd be nice outside because i just sit outside and watch the traffic and all the nonsense that happens in my house um I... yeah, but then you'd want God, to snap you're it. right you're right i basically need to just lock myself in my bedroom and sleep so what i would need sleeping pills yeah 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 there you go that makes sense but obviously, I won't. I would that won't be an option for me uh, because I do have to wake up every day around seven a.m. Um, I can take naps with Pearl, I guess, at our new two nap times. I could go to bed at seven p.m. like she goes to bed, and then that would be that would be the day. But so I'm gonna I'm gonna try it, Douglas. I'm gonna try it this this Saturday. This Saturday, I'm gonna try it, Doug. That's April one two. That's April third, Douglas. April 3rd. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. More breaking news. You heard it here first. Uh, it's official. Like a referee with a whistle, uh, Will is going to do a 24 hour detox from television, from your cell phone, from your laptop, from your iPad, oh. from your iPod. Does that mean you can't listen to records? <laughs> Did you think of that? That means no music. Now, you sure you want to do this? Yeah, no music. Uh, so I, I don't know if it's going to be done, we're going to give it a shot. Wake up until you wake up Sunday, essentially? Well, I was thinking midnight to midnight, but that would probably make more sense. 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. Okay. Yeah, All right. right. I can't wait for the update on that. Um. Yeah, that's it. You could have. I was going to go in. There was. I applied. I, I submitted an application before I realized 
before I realized there was no TV. Yeah, so did I. Uh, after I submitted the application, I noticed there was no TV. It wasn't just cell phones and laptops. It's like, oh, these schools are crazy. They mean everything. So we find out the winner will be announced on reviews.org YouTube channel on March 29th, which is uh, tomorrow. So reviews.org. You need to make sure you've got your YouTube uh, notification set for reviews.org so you know to get on there and see whether or not you got selected. I'm not going to even bother with it because if they selected me, I'd tell them to fuck off. I need my TV. So, all right. Well, let's... well hopefully I'll win. I-, I definitely applied. I'm in. Because I got my first vaccine, Douglas, by the way, and we don't need to go into it, but I got my first vaccine. That's where I read about it. And it, it made me excited for potentially doing it. I thought you would join me in this 24-hour detox, but that's okay. I'll yeah, you're crazy. Myself. Screw that. We can move on. Um, which story. is going to lead us to our next segment of... Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Welcome to Dead or Alive, the newest and hottest game show out there where Will and Doug try to figure out who is still kicking or who has kicked the bucket. I am I am your host, Mike, and with me are our fearless contestants. Gentlemen, how you doing tonight? Fantastic. Super. Excellent. Great. Just a little recap to fill you in. Each week, we will have three candidates for Will and Doug to battle out who is dead or alive. After one week of gameplay, we have a tie of one correct guess apiece. But I'm sure we'll see someone pull ahead this week. Ah. Gentlemen, are you ready to play Dead or Alive? Let's go. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready, ready. Who's going first? I'm ready. All right. So our first candidate tonight is the actor, Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that Bull? Who? Oh, Harry Dean Stanton. He was in Cool Hand Luke. Kelly's Heroes, Dillinger, The Godfather Part Two. I was way off. Alien, Alpha Alpha Dog, Green Mile. In the Green Mile, he was the guy that kept on saying he was the the test subject that kept on saying walking the mile, walking the mile. <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> I have no no clue. <laughs> What have you seen any of those movies? (laughs) I've seen the latter, the latter part of the movies. What was Green Green Mile? He played the trustee. So whenever they were getting ready to do an an execution, he would be the test subject. You know the the practice run. Question: I don't remember that scene. Is he the one that what that had befriended the mouse? It was his mouse. No, 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 no. no. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, what did he do in Aliens? Alien, Aliens. Um, God, who did he play in Alien? What were some of the first movies you told us about? He was in <laughs> uh, Cool Hand Luke. All right, I have no answer. Ready, locked in. Go ahead, okay. Douglas. Well, you go first. I still don't know who the hell he is. Okay, I I have no idea who he is, but oh and Luke is a long time ago. Green Mile is also pretty lengthy. I didn't hear anything recent in that list, uh, so based off of that, I'm going with Dead. Lock it in. <laughs> I don't know who he is, 
so just to make it interesting, I, I will go the opposite and go with Alive. Lock it in. Oh, boy. Harry Dean Stanton <laughs> died uh, September 15th, 2017. Nice. I can't believe it. Have you guys seen Alpha Dog? Yes, that's the question I meant to ask you. What did you do to do in Alpha Dog? He was uh, Bruce Willis's dad. Son of a bitch! I know exactly who you're talking about. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you locked it in. <sighs> you should have asked the question. I forgot the list of movies. Alpha Dog's the one I meant, not Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Alien. I know. Hey. That's fine. I'll. I listen. That's my fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's it definitely is. your fault. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm glad everybody's in agreement. The judges agreed to. What's his name? Harry Dean Stanton. Yep. All right. Well, that's too bad. I liked him. I didn't. Really, when did he pass away? 2017. How How oh. old was he? Oh, he was 91. Oh wow, old fella. It was really cool playing Luke that that got me to the death. That's a, that's an old movie, so I, I went with that. That was 1967. Yeah, it's that's a long time ago, Mike. That's what 44 years ago. 50, that's 54 years uh, whoa. ago. 54 yep. years ago. Okay. All right. Well, moving on. Will has taken the lead. It is now two to one, William. Nice. So our next candidate for dead or alive is Lee Majors. Do you guys know who Lee Majors is? Yes, he's the $80 billion man, the $6 billion man, the $2,000 man. Right. He's he, also he, in the fall guy. He was in the fall. He is the fall guy. Uh, do we have some other stuff that he was in? You don't know who that is? <laughs> I'm just, just looking for some other examples is all. Okay. For the audience, maybe? Go ahead. Do you have yeah. any other examples? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is, is Mike there? Hello, host of the game? <laughs> Hello, host of the game? I mean, I think I have my guess. I have my guess. It's a shame we don't have a host yeah. to tell us. Because I'm host, telling you now, I'm going host, with... The host I'm, is really I'm, important. It's crucial. This it, this segment of the podcast it is absolutely crucial that we have the host uh, of Dead or Alive on yeah. the actual podcast to continue his hosting duties. Because I'm telling you right now, Lee Majors is dead. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with as well. I was going to go with dead. Um, <laughs> all right. He has sent us a message saying uh, he got disconnected. He's now trying to reconnect. Can you reconnect on the same link? Well, let's let's hang on and find out. Uh, let's find out. I'm going with Dead though. Once again, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Lee Majors in a long time. I'm going with Dead. I'm also going to go with Dead. Okay, so I'm going to uh, start it over. Well, let's see if he can reconnect. Give it a second. He, he's messaging us at the same time, so we'll see if it works or not. It's trying to reconnect, is what it says. Let's give it another. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, let's give it another 30 seconds or so. See if it connects. It's probably because he lives out, out in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. weak ass Carney. They probably don't even have internet over there. They probably don't. They need internet over there. It's important. 
All right. Let's give it 10 more seconds and we can try it again. It's not looking like it's working for him. All right. Go ahead and call us back. So we are going to pick up right now with I say Lee Majors is deceased. I haven't heard anything about Lee Majors in a long time. Actually, before we got disconnected, we were asking if you had any other examples of what Lee Majors starred in, I believe. Did you? Did we cover that while you were on the phone? Well, uh, he was in uh, Six Million Dollar Man. He was also in Fall Guy. Um, the Liberation of L.B. Jones. <laughs> just a little, just a little inconvenience. Killer Fish. Um, he was in Magnum P.I. Ash, Ash versus Ash versus Evil Dead. Screw <laughs> really uh, after Fall Guy, didn't it? Yeah, pretty much. He was in Scrooge. Uh, I'm just going to go based off of those titles. Again, nothing recent, it doesn't sound like. Uh, that would be Deceased. Lee Majors, dead. Lock it in. Yeah, Did you lock in yours, Murray? And you said he was dead as well? Uh, yeah, I locked it in with Deceased as well. I, I haven't heard yeah, of no. guy in a long he's, he's He's still alive. Oh. He is 81 years of age. I mean, he was just recently, he was in Magnum P.I. in 2019. Who the hell watches Magnum P.I.? Wait, Magnum P.I. is a is a movie? Yeah, they redid it. Oh, son of a gun. They redid it? No, there's a there's a weekly. Oh, there's a TV show. There's a yeah. TV show called Magnum P.I. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking of Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I., and that's from the 80s. Oh, he doesn't play Magnum P.I. No, I'm, I didn't say he did. But that, that's okay. a, that's what I was thinking of. Magnum PI was from the eighties. Like he had a role way back in the day, not two thousand nineteen. That would have been it. Would it wouldn't matter? Douglas was so confident that he was dead. There was no way I was going with another answer. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. All right. So, I still got the lead. Yep, still got the lead two to one. Brings us to our third and final contestant for today's episode. Ruth Westheimer, oh my a.k.a. Dr. Dr. Ruth. Ruth. I feel 99% or alive that Dr. Ruth is alive. I think she still does work. I'm going with alive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock that in. I don't want to double think it. Double think it, is that a term? I don't, I don't overthink. Wanna, overthink, thank you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. I'm going with Dr. Ruth. Still, she's probably up there getting close to 90 but she's still alive, giving out her advice. Lock it in. Douglas? I think for future reference, we need to shoot for four four people because we're ending on a... I'm going with alive. Yeah, alive. Lock it in. I definitely think she's still alive. I'm pretty sure that she was on Howard Stern within the last year, um, or they definitely talked about her within the last year. Um, and if she had passed away, she was, she was, a, she, they, she was on the Stern show several times. They liked her, talked about her. If she passed away, he would have done, uh, an obit for her. So for those reasons, she's alive. Lock it in. All right. Dr. Ruth is still alive. Yes. She is 92 years of age. She was born, uh, June 4th, 1928. 
All right. Well, then, you know what? We got a bonus person. I got somebody else for you. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. I can tie All right. It. I'm tied up right here. You're tied up. I'm yep. No, tie you, up. you can tie it up. Yeah. You yeah. can tie it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug, you know, you, it doesn't matter if we do three or four. Like, yeah, it, <laughs> we could it just, doesn't matter. If we could just keep going until you finally tie it up, if, that, if that's what you're yeah. trying to do. Hey, I don't want to lose is all I'm saying. But if we both okay. keep saying the same goddamn answer, it's not going to happen. Let's just go with the bonus one. Let's see what it is. I'm excited. All right. So our bonus person today is uh, a, a woman known as LaDonna Adrian Gaines, a.k.a. Donna Summer. Okay. Is oh. Donna Summer alive or is she dead? <laughs> I've got my answer. Douglas, go ahead. Uh, lock it in, deceased. William? Well, he was so confident, but he was also confident in Lee Majors. I'm he not was. giving you any reasons for you to make your decision. I, You basically told me because of the way I said, I'm just leaving it at deceased. Lock it in. Donna Summer. Do we, uh, do we know who Donna Summer is? She is a singer. Can you tell me what she sings? Um, well, she has such wonderful songs as, oh boy, uh, Last Dance, Hot hot Stuff, Bad Girls, Dim All the Lights, No More Tears, Enough is Enough, which was a duet with Barbara Streisand, On the Radio. I mean, she is known as the Queen of Disco. Queen of Disco. The first, the first Lady of Love. I'm trying to rack my memory to see if I recall a story about Donna Summer dying. Um, and it's not I mean, coming up in my right, memory. This is right right down your alley. I'll be very, very disappointed if you don't get this. Me too. I was just thinking. I may have to look for a new co-host for No Judgments Here. Oh. Well, um, I mean, most of, both, but based off of what you both have told me, I, I have to go with she's deceased. Doug was so confident, and now you're telling me that I should know this. Like, uh, I'm just going to. I'm going to lock it in with a live. You got. You got to. You got to lock it in with a live. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. You are incorrect. Damn it. Donna Summer passed away. Uh, oh yeah, I said that, didn't I? Yeah. May May seventeenth, two thousand and twelve, at the age of sixty three in Naples, Florida. Two thousand and twelve. Yep. Holy moly! All right. Oh, I feel okay about that. That was nine years ago. I definitely can understand that I forgot that she had died nine years ago. Doug, why were you so confident in that death? Because I think I remember hearing something about her passing. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but she's basically the god, the mother of disco. She is the queen. The godmother? (laughs) The godmother of disco. Godmother of disco. She's a queen of disco. She is the lady of love. She is... What'd you say, Mike? She is. That was, that was it. <laughs> last yeah. dance. Last yeah. dance. For love. Yep. Yeah. I was pretty some hot stuff. Yeah. I was pretty sure that I knew that she had passed. Okay. Yeah. Right. And this she, she died from, ironically enough, ironically enough, she died from lung cancer, but she was a non smoker. Oh. Well, that sucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, 
You know what also sucks is the fact that you need to find a new co-host for No Judgments here. I know. Nothing but music, all things music. Top five right. music history. Yeah. Music, uh, I mean, it's just one of the best music podcasts out there. And you guys what are on 10 episodes. Uh, yeah. And now you got to find a new co-host. Well, it's it's not mean, a disco pod. I do want to throw that out there. <laughs> we don't we don't discuss my expertise on disco. Yeah, you true. certainly won't I mean, be doing that going forward either. I can tell. There will there will there will be some board meetings this week, and we'll have to figure out you know uh, if, if going forward um, what's going to happen. So yeah. With well, that, you, folks, at the end of week two, we are now tied three to three. Geez. Tied up again, man. Yes. All right. What is the winner getting all of this, Douglas? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, right, folks. With that, that's the uh, the end of Dead or Alive. As always, spay or new to your pets. Make sure you wear a condom, and everything will be good. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Game show host is an action on TV today. Be sure to wrap it up. No love. I'm your host. See you for me. I'm just fantastic. That was good. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Mike, for another week of Dead or Alive. Your your hosting abilities are out of this world. Um, Mm -hmm. Once again, I present you with the opportunity to hang on the line with us while we wrap this up. this always a pleasure mike real quickly we covered the snapchats from this uh this last evening of the law dogs um oh wow what'd you think about that that was uh, the most riveting uh video that i have seen in quite some time um i have to tell you that i happened to stumble across that at 4 30 this morning when i you know had to wake up and do my old man duties um what's that use the bathroom so yeah use the bathroom um it was uh it was riveting stuff i was wondering the whole entire time that the cop was getting out of the car if he was just waiting for you to go inside so he could heat him up i i mean that's what i thought yeah i don't know i don't know it's quite odd that he that first time he got out of the car and looked at me with that look of disgust and and he was just upset that he said that i was there and just turned around and got right back in his car was my favorite moment yeah i was i was uh you know he it looked like he wanted to do some malice but thankfully that didn't happen it's a good thing you were there you saved a life last night i believe <laughs> thank you i agree with you. okay then i promptly went right back to sleep <laughs> good good well i'm glad that you got to experience that along with the other 40 people uh douglas michael murray is where you can find me on snapchat for all future exciting snaps or rev smooth or is it rev smooth smooth rev s-m-o-o-v-e or douglas michael murray find me on snapchat add me you'll thank me for it later um that leads us to our next segment of the evening boys and girls it's your second favorite reason for listening every week So that brings us to our next segment, Sack Gate. 
ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. there is no update on Sackgate. Sackgate didn't mm-hmm. happen this week. There was no grocery store. That is it for Sackgate. That's it for Shackgate. That's it for Dead or Alive. That's it for episode 16 of the podcast. We're not going to add anything else to it. We've got some more stuff we can talk about, but we've gone over hour and a half once again thank you for listening michael thanks for joining us uh once again we appreciate it william good stuff can't wait to hear the update next week um on several things the cell phone uh the the purging of your 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 screens uh, also an update on the gym and the journey to the loss of 50 lbs Looking forward to it. Thank you, as always, Douglas and Mike. Brilliant job tonight on Dead or Alive hosting. Uh, thank you to thank you all who me. listens. Have a great night and a great week ahead. Uh, and once again, just to reiterate, if you want to listen to a fantastic uh, music podcast, no judgments here on uh, Spotify or anywhere you can find podcasts. Thanks for listening. Until next week, peace! We're dog and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail, and we are.